Thank you for joining Off Topic with Alex and CeeLo for another time at this. Uh, thank you guys for still listening. We thought you guys would um, give up on us by this point. Yeah, I would have. I mean, I would have too if I heard these two <laughs> dumbos talking every day. You know, be dope. What? I just, I literally just thought about this staring at our logo right now. What if one of our names was Jack, and we titled this podcast "Jack's Off Topic"? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I hate it already. <laughs> What is wrong with you, man? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Well, in all seriousness, today we wanted to take this entire episode to talk about Alex's obsession with monster trucks. Period. He said um, he was a big fan of Gravedigger since he was three years old. Oh, you're talking about those monster trucks. What the fuck did you think I was talking about? Dress up trucks like monsters <laughs> for Halloween or something. <laughs> I mean, Halloween is coming up. That's not a thing, bro. <laughs> wait, Halloween? Wait. Oh, yeah. Halloween, Halloween is coming Thanksgiving. up. I was about to say, wait, Halloween's not even coming up. We haven't even passed Thanksgiving yet, but no, nah, it's before. Never mind. You're tripping. I am. Uh, dude, I had an epiphany the other day. So, hold on. Before you get up, hold on. Relax. You're jumping into conversation. First of all, how are you doing today? Doing all right, bro. I'm doing all right. Pretty doing all right? Good. Yeah, pretty good. Feeling alive? Yeah. Feeling uh, halfway. Half pff, me too. I'm alive, but I'm dead. I'm alive, but I'm dead on the inside. All right, so you're epiphany. Let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, well, how are you doing? N- nope. How are you? How are you doing with your epiphany? As well as you're doing. So I need <laughs> to find out how well you're doing in order for me to know how well my epiphany is doing. Honestly, I'm doing good. I'm chilling, busy, but good. There you go. Yeah, it's always good to be busy. It is actually. <clears throat> so my epiphany. I was thinking about it the other day and I recently saw somebody refer to these last like four, hold on, September, October, November, December, these last four months of the year as the Burr months. Burr? Yeah. Like B-E-R. Okay. Because all of them end with the Burr. And I just, I didn't didn't know that. That is not what I was thinking about. I didn't, yeah. I thought about Bill Burr for a second. I didn't know, I didn't know it was a thing. I was like, the Burr months, what the hell? But then I thought about it, I was like, it makes sense. And then I thought about it even more. And I was like, yo, what if they're actually called the Burr months, not because they end with the letters Burr, but because it starts getting cold around this time. And when you're cold, Burr. I mean, I was thinking about that initially. I was thinking about like hibernation. Yeah. You know, hibernation. Okay. But what, what else about that? I don't know. That's, that's all. That, yeah, that's all. That's. <laughs> I just thought about it the other day, and I was like, "No way, bro!" That like, not only does it make sense because they all end with the word "burr," but it also makes sense because these are like the cold months of the end of the year. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you've been thinking about. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for something else, bro. You're just like birds and like you know birds cold outside like bird it's just cold in here it's time to make there some s'mores some toros in the atmosphere i the said burr the hell is that <laughs> you never want to bring it on wait actually yeah but that was like ages ago it was like uh, the was like movie. in the 70s when we were like 12 yeah because we're like 60 now yeah there must be some clothes in the atmosphere <laughs> i said oh yo yo ice 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 baby <laughs> vanilla ice baby you're crazy man anyways what else has been going on in your life uh, not much, really. Honestly, just work. Just uh, a grind. Yeah, work, podcast, chilling. Yeah, pretty much. What do you have today to be like grateful for? Today, um, 
Honestly, okay. I mean, aside from my girlfriend, I'm beyond thankful for her. But aside from that, I realized lately how much I love Benny. My Benny cat. is the goat. Yeah. Well, he's a cat, not a goat. Oh, I got my animals mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> but because like throughout the day, I just be thinking about him. I was like, damn, bro. Like I can't wait to get home and just see Benny. Yeah. Like I love coming home and then he's like just and then he just like crawls and walks in between like your legs and just rubbing himself on your legs because he's like just super stoked to see you and i'm just like damn bro like it's so i wonder what he thinks about all day like i wonder if he ever thinks like am i ever gonna see them again he probably does and he show up he's probably. like you came back i thought you were gonna leave this time huh? how like, sad not come would back. it be though like if i actually left said bye and then i don't know some crazy shit happened i died and like that was literally the last time he ever saw me do you think he would forget about you like after a month or two probably after a couple hours because <laughs> when another person comes in he's like you're my new friend right yeah. forgets about me all over <laughs> well when i see him once a week i get filled up with so much joy because i don't have a cat or yeah. a pet at the moment so he just comes to me and i'm just like come on buddy let's cuddle yeah he's super dope and man. then i show him too much attention and he's like leave me the fuck alone it, i'll call your heart out dude he's like that but i mean he's a sweetheart yeah he is but he's like he needs his personal space yeah just yeah, like he me. has boundaries he has boundaries which is good and I'm a hugger. He's not a hugger. Yeah. I try to hug him and he's like, you want to fight? I'm like, Psh, I could fight you any day, but I won't. Yeah. You know? He's a cool cat. He's a cool cat. He's my dog for sure. You're a cool cat. <laughs> I'm not a cool cat. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm uh, the opposite of a cool cat. What about I'm you? a bird cat. <laughs> a cold cat? <laughs> What's cooler than being ice cold? Oh, wait, no. What's cooler than being cool? Yeah, you killed it. The bird months. You killed it. Why'd you fuck it up? I'm just kidding. Uh, what do you What do you got thankful? What do you got to be thankful for today? Honestly, um, I would say that like, you know, me and my friends recently had like a real conversation, mm-hmm. like just about each other's like uh, mental states and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't really expect to have that kind of conversation. You know, like when you're just chilling with your your, your dad. Wow, wow, look at me. Yeah, Getting too ahead of myself. Same, same. Let me slow it down. <laughs> when you're talking with your friends, you're just chilling, having a cool time, and you think it's just going to be like lighthearted. And then I know where someone's like, let's talk about something serious, which I'm always down for. Yeah. But sometimes I just don't expect it because I'm just yeah. like, oh, we're going to do that today, which it's not a problem. And we did. We sat down. We had like a real conversation. And uh, at the end of it, I was like, dang. Why don't we have conversations like this more often? Like if we, if we all, because I feel like uh, a lot of people, you know, feel a lot of emotions that they don't want to express. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you're stressed out or let's say you're feeling anxious or sad or I don't know. You just have like this fear of failure. Like we just don't express how we feel enough. Like I'm the same way. Like I am a very closed person. Yeah. I don't like to express how I feel. Like if I'm like you said earlier or not earlier, but like a, a while ago, you're like, if I'm going through it. I don't talk about it. Same with me. Like if I'm stressed out, I don't talk about how stressed I am yeah. because it reminds me how stressed I am, which makes me even more stressed out. Dude. So I try not to talk about it. I try to distract myself. And then when my friends were talking about stress, I was like, I'm stressed out too. And they're yeah. like, you hide it well. And I'm like, do I? I guess so. Cause like I, you know, am feeling exactly what these people are feeling. I just talk about it less. Yeah. Um, but that conversation that we had that just kind of, you know, was very vulnerable and intimate made me appreciate the friendship more. Cause I'm like, you know, when when you actually get to know someone on a personal level, not like just a superficial level, you start to connect with them more. Yeah. And then, you know, just builds the relationship up, strengthens the bond. And I think more people need to have more conversations about stuff that like they're actually thinking about that they want to talk about, but are afraid to talk about because of 
whatever it is, like societal norms, or maybe they're just so used to dealing with stuff on their own because they're so independent, which is fine. Yeah. But it's also okay to talk about things with people, you know? Maybe maybe don't, like, dive super deep into it if you're not comfortable with it, but at least be like, hey, guys, like, can I talk to you about some... Can I talk with you guys about some real shit? And it's like, 99% of the time, if you're surrounded by good people, they're going to be open to that. Yeah. They're going to be supportive of you, and, you know, they're going to, you know, not be about the bullshit like sometimes you know you're with your friends and you just you just got banter going on you go yeah, back and forth around. talking shit yeah but like at the end of the day like if you need to talk to your homies about <clears> some <throat> real stuff like let them know be like hey can we talk about something serious for a second and like if they're down then those are some real friends and if they're not then like kick them out yeah i was i was gonna say that too like when a lot of people because i mean i feel the same way i feel the same way like i'll be going through a lot of shit got a lot of stress built up a lot of times i come home and i'm kind of like my my lady notices right away and she's like yeah like what's going on and i'm just like i just i don't want to talk about it i'm just like i don't want to talk about it because it's just gonna stress me out even more yeah like i'll tell you later <clears throat> once i'm good and then me and my lady will just be chilling and later comes on and it's like okay now i feel good enough to talk about it so then i'll talk about it with her and she's like damn like kind of listen to me mm. rant or whatever and <clears throat> But I was going to say, back to your point, how you were saying um, nine times out of ten, your friends are going to be like, yo, I'm down for that because yeah. that's what friends are for. And But I feel the same way. Like sometimes you kind of just like – it's not even that you don't trust your friends to have you like that. It's just it's new territory and it's kind of mm-hmm. – it's it's hard to just jump into that new territory of yeah, like of getting on a serious level because like you said, when you're with your friends, most of the time it's banter. It's messing around. Yeah. It's just bullshitting. It's just having a good time, having fun because – Which I'm all for that too. Yeah, because nobody wants to get with their friends to have a serious time. Like when you get with your friends, you get with your friends because – you try to get away from reality for a bit. You try right. to you try to get with your friends to have fun. And but like you said, nine times out of ten, when you have good people around you, no matter how much they bullshit like me, dude, I, I fuck around all the time. All the time, man. All the time. <laughs> I, I mess around too much sometimes. But not enough sometimes. But I mean, like, when a friend comes up to me and they're like, yo, can I talk to you about something? Or hey, I need advice. I my it's like there's a switch and I'm yeah. just like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I know exactly what like, you mean. Like, let me know. Hit me up tell me whatever you need to tell me mm-hmm. i got you like it's, it's this is a no judgment zone like i we've all done shit that we're not proud of we'd all we've all been through stuff that we're not proud of we've all had some sort of traumatic effect or traumatic experiences to a certain degree yeah. and it's like we've all we all have our own life that we're living and it's sometimes it's just i don't want to judge anybody because the same way that you live your life is the same way that i live my life it's just different experiences different situations different people involved but it's all the same thing like we all just go through the same thing together no i agree and um i was gonna say something i was gonna say uh and once you have like that like foundation of a friendship established like you said after like maybe it's a new friend or a new group of friends you're over here like i don't know how they're gonna react or respond to certain things yeah and once you actually get to know them and you're like well for me i feel like sometimes i you know instead of giving people the benefit of the doubt i'm like Maybe they, maybe they secretly, like, you know, don't like me or, like, maybe they'll think of me in a weird way if I, like, express myself, like, in an honest fashion. Because I'm just so not used to doing that. Yeah. And then um, once you do, you're like, wait. It's almost like a weight is lifted off your shoulders. Like, when you just, like, <coughs> let people know what's going on. Even, like, on a little scale, like, I'm having a bad day. And, yeah. like, for some people, some people feel better when they express that. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't I mean, like talking about it's it. It's also the same thing with crying. There's a lot of people that they need to cry when they're going through stuff and that's how they express themselves. Yeah. 
And even though it may not work for a lot of people, um, crying is kind of just like another version of you venting to somebody. I'm not a crier. I am. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a I'm a happy crier. I I can happy cry every now and then. Well, I happy cry when people have like success, you know, in in the way that like they reached a really like cool milestone that they've been working towards for a long time. Yeah. I might cheer up a little bit and be like, "I'm so proud of you." Yeah. You know. But I honestly I I don't cry a lot. I've only cried this year because of my dogs cuz I had to give them away. Yeah. And that honestly like that broke my heart. Like I can get disappointed like for days and I can have things not go my way, but like having to give away my dogs that I had for like, you know, eight or nine years was so heartbreaking. And you cried? I cried multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bro, at that point they're, they're family. They are family, bro. I mean, we haven't even had Benny for a full year yet and he's, dude, I would, my heart would break if I had to give him up. I mean, I'm happy that they're still alive and like they're at this barn. So they're having the time of their lives, but I definitely miss them every single day. I'll see them out the window and see their happy faces and see them wagging their tails and like hear the little howls. Cause, uh, I had two huskies. One was, um, a Siberian husky. The other was a wolf husky. Yeah. And the wolf husky would always, you know, howl cause she's a fucking wolf, but like she was the sweetest dog ever. And then my boy dog was just like the neediest dog ever. Like he needed attention 24 yeah. seven. And then the girl dog Roxy was like, I could do whatever I'm, I'm miss independent. I'm gonna do whatever I want. So yeah, no, I, d- I definitely miss those dogs every single day. Cause like every time I see someone else's pets, I, I'm reminded of like the pets that I had yeah. literally this year. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I always get sad at the thought of them, but you know what? That says a lot about how you are as an owner as well as a pet owner. And that says a lot about a lot about you on how you care about animals because I mean, as emotional and as it was for you, you kind of put that aside yep. for their well-being because you knew that they would be happier in a in a larger area. You knew they'd be happier being able to run around and play and out in the open. Yeah, and, I mean, it and, wasn't really a choice. Well, I mean, no, I'm, I'm not saying like, like that. What I'm saying is that there's a lot of people that they adopt pets or they buy pets from people that are selling them or stuff like that. And they don't think of the consequences. Oh, yeah. They don't think of the repercussions. They or just the think responsibility. And and they don't think that they I I feel like a lot of people don't love pets the way that they should. They only love them when they're puppies. Mm-hmm. They only love them when they're kids. When they're cute and cuddly. They, they only love them when they're cute, they're little babies, and then when they start getting older and they start wanting a little bit more independence and stuff, they're kind of just they're over it. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying every pet owner is like that, but there's a good there's a handful of people that I've met where they get puppies over and over and over Christ. and then they give them away when they get older. Cause it's like, they're not trained yeah. or they're too big for the spot that we're in or something like that. And it's like, why didn't you think about that before? And why aren't you thinking about it again as so right before you're getting another puppy yeah. or another you're kitten repeating the same cycle over and over. Yeah. And I it's mean, fucked up. and that's why I took a lot of thought into when Jan's brought up the idea of getting a dog. And I was just like, I don't think it would be fair. Like yeah. it would not be fair, not only to us, but to the pet itself. Like yeah. it would not be fair to the dog for us to be, to have it so confined in a, in an apartment or mm-hmm. for us not to be able to spend as much time with it as it deserves. Like, and, and a lot of people don't think about things like that, They don't. But, but that says a lot about you 
and how much you care about your pet, not only your pets, but animals yourself. Like, yeah. I mean, you said when you, every time you come over, you see Benny once a week and you get hella, you get stoked, you get excited. Bro, anytime I see anyone's <laughs> pet, I'm like, can I, can I pet this? Yeah. <laughs> I want to pet your dog or cat, whatever it is, you know? We'd, type, we'd be at the party just sitting on the floor with the pets right there. <laughs> literally though yeah i could be at a party and like there's alcohol and people and music and i'm like where's the dog at where's the cat at? i see the dog food i'm like there's a at? fish let me go play with the fish <laughs> taps on the glass every yeah. 10 seconds no but but much respect to you for that because yeah. i mean i mean like i said a lot of people don't don't think about their emotions they just they don't think about the other the pet or the, that's being affected Man. they just they just think i would be so happy if i had a puppy i would be so happy if i had a pet yeah. i would be so happy if i had a kitten and they don't think about like how miserable the dog or the cat yeah. would be in like such a confined space or like not being and walked every day attention, yeah. or played with as much as it should like they don't think about that shit man but like that is one thing that I think about too. Well, people not even have that approach towards dogs. They have that approach towards life. They're like they oh, don't think yeah, about absolutely. what's going to happen in like two weeks to a year. They're like, what's happening right now? Yeah. And then like they do something that like alters their life. And maybe like you have to deal with like a repercussion for like months or years or like, you know, a lifetime. And it's like, because, you know, a lot of people just want like right now or like instant gratification, which I feel it like sometimes I want a result right now. now but then yeah. at the same time, like if you just have patience and discipline, you'll have like a much greater reward usually after like a long period of time of like just putting the work in and like getting the result after like maybe like months, maybe even a couple of years. But like just, you know, work hard and, and wait for it, you know? It's like that whole uh, fish analogy. Which one? It's um, you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. You teach a man how to fish, he eats for a lifetime. What about it though? Like can you elaborate? I mean, no, uh, I, I've heard the quote before. Like, it's it like means, it's instant gratification. Like you can you can either give a man a fish, yeah, and he eats for the night, and that's all he's thinking about. Like I just I just want to worry about what I'm eating tonight. Yeah, but you teach him how to fish, he won't ever have to worry about eating tonight. Yeah, because he'll now the fact that he knows how to fish, he knows that he won't ever have to worry about eating tonight because he knows how to fish and he, he can get himself that meal. Fishing. Yeah, he now has that skill of fishing. Yeah, and so it's very similar. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just people want that instant gratification. I mean, it's the same thing when you go to the gym. Like, people go to the gym and they're just like, they go working out. And they're the way they're like, look at my muscles. Yeah. It's like, bro, <laughs> they're busting in the gym one day. <laughs> they're busting their ass after a week. They're like, oh, okay, I'm not motivated anymore because I don't see myself losing weight. I don't see myself getting bigger. I don't see myself getting more toned. And it's just like, dog, you got to work at that shit, bro. Like, you also got to diet. Like, yeah, that as well. You got to take care of yourself. You got to sleep well. You got to yep. eat well. All, all of that, bro. You got to take care of yourself. And there's a lot of people that I know that are in like the the gym or bodybuilding industry or whatever, and they they work at it, bro. And it's not like they just got there over a night, over a week, over a month, over three months, yep. four months, like over a year. They've been at it for years, bro, like three plus years, and they're still going hard. Yeah. Because they to. still want to progress. You have to keep keep wanting to improve yourself. Even even if you meet, or I'm sorry, even if you reach a point where like you're like, yes, like I made it, but then it's always like, what's next? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I feel like I'm never truly satisfied. Like I, I do celebrate the small wins where it's like, let's say I reach a little milestone. I'm like, oh, that felt good. Yeah. But then I'm like, what more could I do? You know, like what's next? What's the next milestone? What's the next thing? I feel like if you become too satisfied with one goal, you become complacent and then you stop pushing yourself, you stop growing, you become just... But, that same version of yourself forever. But there's also becoming too obsessed with 
never being satisfied. Oh, of course, because you can never have enough of anything. Exactly. And so, I mean, bro, some people are like that. And I don't know if I've ever met anybody like that in person, but I know that like when you hear about all these stories and like in the movies and stuff like that, it's like people, they have, I mean, when they first start off, it's like, my goal is to make a thousand dollars. Yeah. They make that thousand dollars. They're like, okay, my next goal is to make five thousand dollars. My next goal is to make fifty thousand. My next goal is to make a hundred thousand. My next goal is to make all this. And then you get my next goal is a million. And then right there, my next goal is a billion. And by the time you get to that, my next goal is a hundred billion. By the time you get to that hundred billion mark, it's like, yeah, you have all this money in the world, but look what you gave up. Just a hamster. Look look at all the sacrifices you've had to make to get there. Yeah. And now you don't have nobody around you because you didn't take that time to spend them with your family and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that's all billionaires. I'm not saying that's all millionaires. I'm not saying that's all people with money. It's just some people, they get obsessed with never having enough and they always want more and they always want more. And then they just become unhappy with life because they're never, ever satisfied. Because you'll never reach the end. It's like trying to chase the end of a rainbow. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get the gold. I got this gold. Let me get the other gold. Yeah. I'm going to get that rainbow and then that rainbow. It's like, bro, you're running forever. Yeah. But it's good to have goals, though. It's good to have um, have things to strive for. But it's also good to not achieve your goals because not good or it's okay uh it's okay because yeah i should have said it's okay it's all good (laughs) but like because what what i used to do what or not what i used to do i kind of like figured this out early on but when i used to i used to run a lot Mm -hmm. i do half marathons and stuff like that and when i used to run i would go to the gym hop on the treadmill i'd go out in the streets and go for a run i would make a goal and I would say, you know what? I'm going to run seven miles mm-hmm. knowing that, damn, I might not hit it. Yeah. But fuck it. That's my goal. And then I started taking friends out with me and they'd be like, okay, my goal is to run a mile. And it's like, you know, you could hit a mile. Mm-hmm. Why is that your goal? It's like, oh, because I want to hit my goal. I don't want to not hit my goal. And it's like, Doug, set yourself up like set yourself up to where you you have to push yourself yeah because if you continue doing stuff that you're always going to be able to get you're not actually pushing yourself mm. it's you're just you're you're comfortable you're you're letting yourself be comfortable yeah if you don't aim too high you're aiming too low yeah and it's like why don't you aim high and even if you don't get it come back the next day and aim for that same goal yeah and then if you don't even Make if you don't get it towards that goal come back next week and reach for that same goal yeah. eventually you're going to hit it but it's okay to not reach your goals like it's a lot of people set their goals too low and they never get to where they want to be because they're always hitting like because they try to celebrate they become obsessed with reaching their goals like i mean Mm -hmm. how we were talking about people get obsessed with not reaching their goals like they want to always strive for more and more and more people also get obsessed with reaching their goals they reach their goal and they're like yeah let's celebrate no, if and, I reach a goal, that's too easy. I'm yeah. not satisfied. And it's like, yeah, let's celebrate. Like I reached my goal and they go around. Not to say that you shouldn't be proud of reaching your goals. <laughs> I mean, but it's like, don't like just push yourself. Like don't, don't let yourself settle. Yeah. Like, and a lot of people do that with everything, bro. It's like relationships, uh, jobs, like people just settle too much because they know that that's the safe route to take, which sometimes it's not a bad thing. Sometimes it is. I mean, when you got things to lose, when you got a family, mm-hmm. it sometimes might be the safe, the best thing to do, take the safe route because you don't want to end up losing everything. But yeah. I mean, like people that, that are just going for it, it's like, dog, reach for a goal, like reach for a goal. Mm-hmm. Don't reach for a goal that you can actually grab, like reach for something that you've never grabbed before. Yeah. 
And yeah, like you said, it's okay to uh, to fail or to not reach your goal because you know that's what I meant to say. It's okay to fail. <laughs> um, but you know, because I feel like a lot of times people have very high expectations in themselves, and they're like, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this," and like they've done what they've set out to do for most of their lives, so they're used to like not being rejected or not being a, a failure, yeah. which is in your own right, of course. Um, but let's say like you. I don't know, try to like, uh, get like a certain job and like, you don't get it at first. Like you shouldn't give up. Yeah. You know, you should obviously, there's, you know, maybe be a little discouraged. Like that's fine. But like figure out a way to like, you know, if you really want that job, like figure out a way to get it. Or even if like you're auditioning, like, yeah, you're going to be rejected probably like 50 times. Like if you're, yeah. you know, trying to be an actor, but like eventually if you have the talent and just like the grind, a really good work ethic, like someone's going to give you an opportunity, Yeah, you know, it's just, um, keep persevering and keep trying until it works out here you know bro it is tough though yeah it is especially when you have um very high expectations of yourself or let's say you have a lot of pressure from like family members because they want you to have the best job or it's usually that you know usually like they want you to have like a very prestigious career high high paying and if you drop out then you're seen as like a failure from your family which is really messed up yeah it's yeah you know, that, that just uh, it really takes a toll on people's mental health when you're trying to like, let's say you're even like, let's say you dropped out of college, your parents wanted you to go to college and you're working two jobs and, you know, you're busting your butt and your parents are still disappointed in you. Even yeah. though you're like working hella hard, they're just like, but you didn't go to college. It's like, you can't just appreciate the fact that your child is working hard and that they're alive and happy. Yeah. Which on that note, I actually have a little advice for whoever's listening, whoever may need it. People need to stop living for others. People, I'm going to say that again for those who just kind of listened right past that. <laughs> People need to stop living for others. I recently had this conversation with a couple of friends. And stop doing things to, to satisfy other people. Stop doing things to make other people proud. Because at the end of the day, when you go to school to do whatever it is that you're trying to do in life, when you go to work to do whatever it is that you're trying to do in life, at the end of the day, you're going to be the one doing that thing. Don't go to school because your parents are telling you to go to school. Go to school because you want to go to school. And if you don't want to go to school, make sure there's something else out there that you want to do and go do that. But don't do it because... Your parents tell you, oh, you need to go to college right after high school. That's what they want you to do, obviously. Your parents parents are always going to want you to be successful, obviously. But what parents also need to realize is, to some degree, success also equals happiness. And people need to stop going to school because their parents tell them, like, yo, your parents are not going to be the one waking up at six in the morning, getting ready, driving an hour, two hours to school every single day. That's going to take a toll on your mental health. You got to be ready for that. If you're ready for it, do it. But don't do it because your parents are making you feel guilty that you're not doing anything in life. Not only your parents, actually, just everybody in general, like your friends, people like that, like how you're saying, people feel the pressure from other people in their life. Stop doing things for other people. Start doing things for yourself. Like you want a job that does that that might take a lower pay rate or whatever, but you're happier there? Go do it. 
your your happiness is just as important as your financial status like no nah, it's more important it, it, yeah it's far more important <laughs> but i mean like do do things for yourself yeah too too many people out here going to school be in, and following a dream or following a what they thought was a dream a career occupation whatever they're following this occupation that their parents set them up like oh you should be a doctor oh you should be a lawyer you should be this you should be that and they go to school their whole life thinking to themselves like, oh, yeah, I'll make a lot of money doing it. But then you actually get to doing it and you're just like, holy bro, there's so much sacrifices I got to make. There's so much studying I have to do. I have to give up so much of my social life. I have to give up so much of my sleep. I have to give up so much of working so that I could have time to study. And at that point, you're already struggling financially. And it's like, you're the one going through this, not the people telling you to do it. And then you get this job and now you're the one that has to deal with the hundreds of thousands of dollars in loans that you took out to reach that, that position. Like your parents ain't going to pay that. Your parents ain't going to pay that. Your friends ain't going to pay that. Make sure that you're ready to do that because that at the end of the day, that's who's going to, that's who's going to be doing it. There's actually, honestly, it wouldn't happen to me, but there are some parents who do pay for the, you know, large amounts of money that school costs, but which, that's which, not the majority of the population. Yeah, that's not majority of the population at all. Which I mean, if you have that, if you have that opportunity, then shoot, why not take it? Why not take yeah. advantage of that? <laughs> but for everyday folks like us who don't have that luxury, yeah, yeah, that's a big decision to go to um, university, get a bachelor's, and maybe get a you know master's or doctorate. It's a huge decision. But even like not even just school, like I feel like you know why would you try to live your life trying to impress anyone besides yourself like why would you try to be cool or like why would you try to be something that you're not trying to fit in to a crowd that you barely even like because you just want to be you know included yeah. i think uh you know the moment that you just accept yourself for who you are and you just start like you just decide to be yourself and like when you speak to people don't think in terms of like are they gonna like me are they gonna uh are accept they gonna be me proud of me are they gonna you know am i funny enough am i this? it's like dude just be yourself and be confident in who you are. And eventually you like, you will attract the right people. Um, and you know, people do sense genuine confidence and when it's forced or like when you, when you're actually, you know, doing something that you're about, like if you're doing something that's half-assed, people are going to notice, Yeah, you know, people are going to notice that the difference between the half-assed, uh, thing that you like and the thing that you're really into. Cause when you're really into something like, it's there's just like such a difference in passion and like yeah. a difference in like the look in a person's eyes when they're just like really into something because they could talk about that for days and like yeah, even the a difference second, in the tone of their voice and stuff like that yeah yeah just the second you bring like, up what they you know like it's like oh this like a, it's almost like a new person sometimes when it's when, like a light just went off yep yep when you talk about things that they're into yeah yeah but anybody listening stop living or stop living for other people start living for yourself Facts. Do things that make you happy. Do things that make you proud. Do things that satisfy you. Stop doing things that are going to make other people proud because, yeah, I mean, it's your life. It's not everybody else's. It's your life and there's no timeline to this shit, bro. Like if it takes, bro, for some people, they find out what they want to do in five years. It may take you 10. It may take you 15. It may, you, it may take you 20, I but mean, you'll get there. Dude, it may take you till your 50s. <laughs> Honestly. But I mean, even at that point, like, don't give up. Just... Do what you want to do. But aside from that note, I low-key had another epiphany yesterday. Epiphany uh, of Tiffany's? Yeah, epiphany of Tiffany's in Cliffany's. <laughs> uh, yesterday I was having breakfast with my lady. Well, it was like 
not breakfast, but we had breakfast. Was uh, brunch? No, nah, it was after lunch. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was just breakfast. Brunner? Yeah, uh, like bruncher. <laughs> brunch. All right, anyways, what's up? <laughs> so we were having breakfast, and I was thinking to myself, because uh, I was talking about something that had happened a long time ago, and I was thinking to myself, I wonder how many memories we all have that are made up. Yeah. That are fake. We just create these because fake scenarios in our head. Because we have convinced ourselves that that's actually what happened. Yeah. And because let's say that you and I, let's say you and I, we go to the store. And you're, we're walking up to the line to check out at the register. And I tell myself like, hey, Sila, hold up real quick. I'm going go to go to the aisle and get some chips real quick. And you're like, all right, cool. I go to the chip aisle and there's just lady that just randomly pees on the floor. And this isn't this isn't any specific situation. I'm just this I'm spitballing here. So oh I go God. to the chip aisle, I grab a bag of chips, and I just see this lady just peeing on the floor. Yeah. Like, what is going on right here? Like this this scenario seems so unrealistic that why would it be real? So then I go back to the line and I you're like, hey bro, hurry up, like I gotta pay. Dude, you will never guess what the hell just happened to me. Uh what happened? Right now, I just told you I went to go get some chips. Some lady was just peeing on the floor. And you start you just thinking. imagine it's like yellow ass piss on the and floor. And you just think to yourself, why would anybody do that, bro? Like in the middle of a grocery store? Yeah. Like, no, there's no way that happened. And so let's say 50, 60 years goes on. We're 70 years old, whatever. And, and we're talking about this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember one time that that it was such a long time ago that we went to the grocery store and I went to go get some chips and I saw this lady pee and you just convinced me that it didn't happen because why would that happen? Yeah. And so you're telling me, dude, that never happened, bro. Like I was there the whole time that never happened. I never saw it. Nobody said anything. Like people weren't reacting to it. Like I never saw it. And then I start convincing myself like, you know what? Maybe he's right. Cause that sounds a bit outlandish. Like why would that happen in real life? And so I convinced myself that this situation did not happen no more. What if, how many memories like that do you think we have that are fake? (laughs) Well, like my memory is pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. So is mine. There's a lot of things where. My memory is so bad. Like, dude, the amount of times people are like, you remember when this happened, they explained it to me. And like, until the, like sometimes, all right, real quick. All right. So I was uh, serving these guys, right? Yeah. At work. And then. You know, they're like, hey, bro, I remember you. And I was like, I don't remember you. They're like, yeah, remember, uh, you're the guy who served us. And we came in asking if you knew where to get some good Coke. And like, you made some really funny joke about the blow or something. And I was like, what? And it wasn't until like 10 or 15 minutes later that I was like, wait, I remember that story now. <laughs> they're like, uh, where can we find Coke and some some hookers? And I'm, I'm like, bro, give me 20 bucks. I'll let you know where the plug is right now. Or something, I don't know, something, I said something dumb like that, and, like, they just remembered that. But even then, like, people have, like, approached me and go, like, I, I, I know you. Like, I remember you from, like, you know, this or that. And I'm like, who are you? You know? And I, I dude, yeah, the amount of times where, like, I try to remember something, and I'm like, what? And, you know, people swear that this happened, and I'm like, oh, I, and, I've and, forgotten about it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, when let's say that we were kids, yeah, and we used to always watch this movie. We get older. I haven't watched that movie in 20, 25 years. We're older. This movie comes on. Oh, bro, remember we used to watch this movie all the time when we were kids. Because you continued watching that movie after. Mm -hmm. I hadn't watched it in 25 years. So this memory is still fresh in your head. And you remember us watching it as kids. 
but I haven't seen it in 25 years. Yeah. 25 years later, bro, remember we used to watch this movie when we were kids? Uh, doc, it's been so long, I honestly don't remember. We're watching the movie, we're watching the movie, and you keep telling me, remember, bro, like you used to say this at this part. Yeah. And what? And I just, I feel so bad that I don't remember it, so I start convincing myself mm-hmm. that I do remember, like, you know what? Oh, yeah, I'm, I do remember I, that think i'm starting to remember actually watching this movie because that part looks familiar Mm -hmm. does it actually look familiar or am i just trying to convince myself that it looks familiar by the end of the movie bro i do remember that we used to watch this movie when we were younger like how do how do how do i know that i was that person in your memory and not somebody else that you were close with the same way you were close with me like that blows my mind bro like what if our whole what if our whole past is a lie I mean, <laughs> my whole past could be like because my memory is shit. I mean, I feel like because like I, you know, I'll read books or like I just like you know, learn new information. I feel like sometimes my brain just like kicks out like old memories because like we don't need this. This is yeah. useless information at this point. And then because I don't think about like certain stuff for a very long time, and then people remind me of stuff, and I'm like, wow. I fr-. but like I don't know. I feel like sometimes <laughs> I get a flashback, and like it, it just it feels so real. Yeah. And I, I feel like nine times out of ten it is real, but like there are a couple moments. More than a couple, like a few moments where like people are like, "Yo, remember this moment?" I'm like, "I don't." Like the whole uh, the the episode we talked with on Chong, when when I was a dick to you at the skate park. Right. Yeah. No. I like, just that's trauma though. That's like, my trauma response. But you don't remember it. <laughs> I like, don't remember that. How do you know that I'm not just making up that that story? I just give you the benefit of the doubt, bro. Literally, <laughs> dude. Literally. What if that's the same thing with everything else? What if What if you mix me up with some other little kid? I didn't. I know that for sure. Okay, then never mind. But. That's just wild because there's so many times, dude. I have a lot of deep conversations with people. Yep. Chong likes to refer to them as Alex talks or Alex conversations because, I, I mean, I typically have these deep conversations like, with a lot of people. I like Alex talk. talks. It's like a TED talk. Yeah, but I'm going to change my name to Ted. Uh, but it's like I, I like having these deep conversations with people to get to know people on a personal level, to get to understand people, why they are the way they are, who they are the way that who they are and why they are whatever (laughs) but i like talking to people yeah and i have these conversations with everybody including my girlfriend including jans my lady and there's so many times where we'll be talking about something and she's like i remember you told me this one thing and it's stuck with me ever since Mm -hmm. and i'm like what is it and she'll tell me and she's like and i'm like I said that? Yeah. And she's like, yes, I remember you saying that. I don't remember saying that. Like, what the hell? But I probably don't remember saying that because I say so many things having these deep conversations that it's like a lot of times I don't even really think about it. It's just I'm going off the top of the head and I'm spitting. I'm just spitballing and it comes out and it comes out. A lot of times I just happen to say something that just makes perfect sense Mm -hmm. and just sounds well with whatever we're talking about. Yeah. And to me... That's not something to remember because it's like, I'm not planning it. Like it didn't hit me because I just, I'm going, I'm just going. Just thinking out loud. But somebody, to, but to somebody else who doesn't know how my mind's working, they're just kind of like, what the fuck, bro? Like you just <laughs> unlocked like a another level inside of my head right yeah. now. And so, a new th- and they stick with that moment for the rest of their lives mm-hmm. or for as long as they can remember and there's a lot of times where that happens with my lady. And she's like, oh, yeah, I remember you said this once. And I was like, I said that? What? I don't remember saying that. Like, yep. what the hell? But Is yeah, it a she, good thing that you said? 
It's always used a lot of the good things, yeah. Because you're a good guy. No. You're a piece of shit. Well, what if I don't remember being a good guy? (laughs) What if I'm not what if I'm not actually a good guy and you guys are just trying to convince me that I'm a good guy? Now you're trolling. Now you're trolling. (laughs) So we're gonna stop with that nonsense. (laughs) No, but yeah, man, I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely like a few like I keep saying a few. There's definitely a lot of memories like that I will just remember for life. Like I just remember all the details. Yeah. Right? But then there's like other stuff where I'm like like sometimes, like like I said, someone will tell me a story and I'll remember it. And then sometimes I'm like, "There's no way that actually happened," but yeah. I'm just gonna pretend like it did. Yeah, because so, you yeah, kind of you kind of low key wanted it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, that's wild. That blows my mind. It's pretty hilarious. I don't even know. My whole life could be a yeah. lie. Yeah, everything could I be a whole lie. This whole dude, will I remember this podcast in like 15, 20 years? Uh, Honestly, though, like on that conversation, we have conversations sometimes. You're like, remember we had this conversation? Where did it? And I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah. Like, I remember some conversations, but because, like you said, you have so many conversations with so many people, especially on a daily basis. And like everyone, like, you know, one thing that I find fascinating, which uh, was said by Bill Nye. <laughs> shout, out to Bill, shout out to Bill Nye. Yeah. That's the was science that, guy, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Was that like everyone knows something that you don't know. Everyone, so everyone knows something that you, yeah, yeah. Because, excuse me, you know, um, burp you, burp you. I like that, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, people have their own experiences, and um, like for example, like sure, we all like go to high school, or, you know, even elementary school, we all like, learn similar information, and like we go to jobs, and we, like we do similar things, but like, you know, a lot of people have stories to tell that like they've experienced. Let's say they had something like really you know, bad happened to them or like, you know, something really good, but like, you know, you never know like how people perceive life. I feel like it's interesting to see like how many different perceptions there are to life, you know, absolutely. how many different mentalities, how many, like just, you know, every experience is unique. Like, you know, like let's say me and you, um, have a fear of heights. Like we'll, we'll have our own way of like overcoming that fear yeah. or like, let's say we have our own like social anxiety or whatever, like, or just any like barrier that we have, we're going to have different ways of like perceiving the barrier. Like some people perceive, perceive barriers as like an obstacle, but some people perceive it as an opportunity. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's, you know, a lot of life, I feel like most of life is just your mentality, you know, like as tired as you are, as like, you know, as much as you like dread doing a certain thing that you know you have to do, like if you just convince yourself mentally, like you're, you're, you're going to do this, you're going to get it done. And like, nothing's going to stop you. I feel like, you know, you are ahead of the game because like, it's just like, let's say you have to like lift a heavy weight. Most of that is mental. Like it seems physical, you know, but it's really mental. And it's like, same with like, you know, uh, working a 12 hour shift. Like, you know, you could do it. You don't want to do it. Who wants to work a 12 hour shift? Nobody. But like, it's literally like the minute you, you want to work a 12 hour shift. Yeah. You know how much money you could get paid after a 12 hour shift? Oh God. <laughs> You're a maniac. <laughs> I dread those 12 hours, but you know, it's, it's really just like, well, explain your mentality then when like you work a lot of hours, like how do you get yourself through it? So, well, I obviously work the 12 hours when I work with my dad. Yep. Uh, a lot of times we work, 10 hour days, 12 hour days, 11 hour days, 13 hour days. Um, sometimes it just depends, but <clears throat> my mentality, I mean, it's just like everything else I do. You just do it. You're already there. You might as well do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've talked to some people that are at a point in their life where they kind of just want to give up. Yeah. 
And I always remind them like, yo, you made it this far for a reason. Mm. You made it this far. Why would you stop? Yeah. You know, if now, I, now, now I don't, I don't know. Well, this is real quick. Now I don't understand everybody's situation. Right. If they don't tell me. So, I mean, I hope to not ever offend anybody by saying, why would you stop when you're this far? Yep. Because you just never know how far people have come. Maybe they've only been going and they never see an end. Mm -hmm. And that's a possibility right there. But, but I mean, like, I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast previously, but there was this, this, uh, like a quote or something that I read online or something somewhere on Twitter, I think. And it was, um, it was a quote that said, uh, if you're walking through hell, why would you stop? Yeah. If you're going through hell, why would you stop in hell? Keep going. Get out of there. It's already as bad as it could get. When you're at the bottom, literally there's only, there's no way to go other than up. When you're at the very bottom, nowhere to go other than up. Yeah. But I, like I mean, that. but there's a lot of people that, I mean, not to say that people don't try because people try. It's just some people just can't get up. Yeah. But I mean, I, mean, yeah. I get knocked down a lot, but I, you know, I know it's hard to get back up because you're just like, that sucked. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when you have Absolutely. any hardship or adversity, you're like, oh, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, as hard as it is to try again, like after I go through the motions and feel what I'm feeling and like, I'm ready to try again. Like I, I do feel personally, I feel better. Like when I, uh, just do what I set out to do. And like, like you said, like, I don't know, I heard this, uh, or I watched this video recently where like this, um, guy was dealing with alcoholism and he was trying to, uh, not drink. And like, he was talking to his father and his father was like, um, you know, don't drink for one more day. Right. And then the next day come and then he said the same thing, you know, don't drink for another day. And so like the philosophy was obviously like every day say the same thing. And it's just like, just one more day, just one more day. And eventually it becomes routine habit, which is obviously easier said than done. Yeah. But for him that worked. And he just talked about how like wise his father was. I mean, that is really wise. Like if you're just like, if you want to like quit the gym and you're like, let me just not quit one more day. And you say that every day, like yeah, obviously because, you're going to take rest days, but you're yeah. gonna, you know, keep doing it until like, you know, you either fall in love with the process or like it just becomes a habit and like, you don't really think about it. Yeah. You know, because saying don't drink for one more day or don't quit for one more day is a lot easier to perceive than don't drink for a whole year. Yeah. Cause you're thinking about you're 365 thinking, days. You're thinking like, dude, how the hell am I going to get all the way through a year without drinking? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, obviously coming through from the perspective of an, of an alcoholic or something like, like, how am I going to do that? Yeah. But so I could see where that, that would actually work because one more day sounds a lot more doable than a whole year. Yeah. Or not quitting for one more day sounds way more doable than yeah. don't quit for a whole year. So yeah. I mean, you got to start small. Yeah. It's like when you're, you know, it's kind of like when you're running, like you, let's say you, you have like a mile left, but you want to like give up really bad because you've been running for like four miles and you're just exhausted. Yeah. You're like, I'm done with this workout. But like what I would do is I would take little, um, little like, uh, landmarks and be like, okay, when I, once I get to that mailbox, I'm going to give, I'm going to stop running. And then I'd get to the mailbox and I'd be like, okay, once I get to that house down the street, I'm going to stop running. And then like, I would do that until like my mile was finished, you know? Cause once you like, um, break that big goal up into smaller goals, you start like, it's kind of like that concept we talked about earlier. 
Except you're using the concept of like reaching the small goals to reach a bigger goal. Yeah. Right. So you're like, once I reach this little one, then I'm gonna give up. And then you get there, you're like, wait, I can keep going. And then you keep going until you finally reach the goal, which I mean, that's just what I do because I love to push myself. Yeah. Not everybody's like that. And that's okay. Yeah. And I mean, very similar to the way that I would do it when I was running. Um, I'd be running and I'd get to a quarter of a mile or I'd get to like, well, because when I used to run, I used to run for a long time. Yeah. I hate I, running I, so much. I'd run for about like eight to 10 miles. And so when I, I when I would run, <laughs> I would be two miles in and yeah. I'm, and all I could think about was like, ah, bro, I have six more miles left. Like, yeah. And then I started thinking that and I'm like, no, 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 I got to, I got to stop. I've already ran two miles. I might as well just do the rest. I might as well just do the rest and finish. And then by that time I get to four miles Ugh, dude, I still have four more miles. I'm only halfway. Are you kidding yeah, me? That sounds terrible. No, no, no. I got to talk myself out. I got to talk myself out. Yeah. Of it. I'm already halfway. I might as well just do the rest. I might as well just finish. I'm already halfway. You already showed up. And then I get to six miles and oh my God, I still have two miles, bro. I can't, I don't know if I could do this. Dude, you just did six miles. What do you mean you can't do two more miles? Yeah. Last mile. Oh, dude, I just want to stop. I want to walk. No, dude, I want this to be over with. If I walk, it's going to take a lot longer to finish. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep running and hurry up and get this over with. Yeah. By that time, eight miles, next thing you know, wow, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> yeah. Once you get there, I mean, I think uh, the biggest thing is that you're your own worst enemy. Yeah, absolutely. So, you're, you know, that little voice in your head is going to be like, stop, you know, you can't make it that far. But then like you, you finally like reach your goal and you're like, well, hey, I did it. Yeah. You just got to, you got to figure out how to beat that inside voice. You do. Every day, which and is and use exhausting, advantage. but you know, yeah, you it can does, do it. It does get exhausting, but I mean, people can do it. And even if you can't, there's people there to help you. Yeah. There's people there to help you beat that inner voice. It's also important to take breaks, take a nap if you need to. Yes. You know? But like when I say take a break, I mean like, don't be on social media, no, throw like, your phone out the way, take, lay on the ground or lay on your bed. Take a break from the world. Yeah. Just be with yourself. Which is hard to do because I feel like, you know, in this uh, day and age, go, yeah. <laughs> we need to be on the go or we need to be constantly stimulated. Yeah. We need to constantly be distracting ourselves because once we don't, I know a lot of people that they're consistently busy, myself being one of them. And then once we're not being busy no more, it's like, okay, well, what else can I do? Yeah. And then you start sitting there thinking about everything because you're no longer thinking of something else that you're doing. And now you're thinking of whatever's inside your head that's been bothering you and mm-hmm. you're just start eating it yourself and then you stop being motivated to do things that keep you busy and now you're in a cycle where you're not doing anything at all and then you have to start back from square one and get yourself out of that get yourself out of that rut and get yourself back into that i got to keep myself busy all the time which as unhealthy as it sounds for some people it works yeah for some some people people it doesn't so how do you get yourself out of a rut like that uh man it is I just have to go through it. I've learned that I just have to go through it. Go through it as in just like feel the emotions. Yeah. I just got to feel everything. I got to realize that I'm feeling everything because I mean, there's been a few points in life where I've been in such a rut that I've become numb Yeah, where it's like, I don't feel anything. I don't feel happiness. I don't feel sadness. I don't feel anger. I don't feel anything. Like I'm just here. Do you feel like that's a better or worse feeling than feeling everything? I think it's worse. I think it's worse too. Because growing up, living your whole life, we're always used to feeling something. Yeah. Regardless of whether whatever. 
you're going through your throughout your day. Let's just say you're. Let's just lay out a, a regular day. You wake up in the morning. You're feeling tired, or you're feeling awake, very motivated, and like, oh, I'm, I woke up early. Like mm. this is a good start to a day, or you're feeling something like, oh my god, another day that I gotta go to work. So we're always used to feeling something, whether it be good, whether it be bad, whether it be right in the middle. But we're always used to feeling something, and. When you get to a point in your life to where you kind of convince yourself that nothing really matters, because when you start thinking about that too deeply, it it, get, it gets to you. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And then and then you get to this point in time in your life where you're just numb and you don't feel anything. You mm. don't feel motivated. You don't feel sad. You don't feel mad. You don't feel loved. You don't feel happy. You don't feel anything, bro. Yeah. Like you're just there. It's kind of like you're experiencing life outside of your body mm. and you're not feeling anything. And when you're not feeling anything, you kind of get to like, I miss feeling something, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. And then you kind of, yeah, bro. It's, but I mean, I, I, throughout the years, throughout all my going through my, all the shit that I've been through, all the shit that I go through, uh, currently even, it's just, I've come to learn that I just have to get through it. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. It's just, I gotta feel it. I gotta feel it. Like how I mentioned when we were on the podcast with the uh, with Sam, mm-hmm. when I'm in like a depression, like in my depression mode, and it's like everything just hits me all at once yeah. because I've been so distracted so long that it all when it rains it it pours. It pours, yeah. So then I get I start feeling depressed. I start feeling all this anger, all this sadness about everything that's just been building up that I just been ignoring. Yeah. And I have to feel all those emotions, which is why I have my depression playlist. It's like I listen to this playlist and all these emotions come out of me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just sit there and just cry because I feel these. It's not even the lyrics, bro. It's I just feel the mood. Mm -hmm. I feel the energy. I feel the passion. I feel the love. I feel whatever it is that this song is giving. I feel it so hard that it just it breaks me down and I'm kind of just like, fuck dude. Like you just kind of just break down right there. Mm-hmm. And you have that breakdown to that you needed. Like, yo, it's okay. You don't always have to have this big, strong facade. You don't yeah. always have to be strong. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to get through shit. Sometimes you can just sit there and not be okay. Of course. Yeah. Because that is also okay. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, just going through all my shit, I kind of just realized that I just got to go through it. And my lady also understands that because there's been a lot of times where I'm going through shit. Yeah. And she, dude, oh my God, I can't even begin to explain how incredible she is, bro. She, she's been through a lot because of me Mm -hmm. and she is still here. And shout out to her, man. She's still here, bro. She has a strength like no other. She has a belief in myself like mm. no other. She has so much faith in me like no other. Yeah. And it's just beyond unimaginable, bro. I, it's it's something I hope everybody gets to experience at, one, at some point in their life. I mean, you obviously have an incredible support system from your girlfriend. Yeah. Your family. From like, you know, friends. the not toxic family, right? Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah, friends, of course, but also, you know... Coworkers, bro. I have, I, coworkers. Have such, I have such a strong support system, bro. Like, you know, 
Uh, they all let me be me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the the dope you. But I was, what I was gonna say was, um, you know, you're obviously a person who like, like you said, even if like you're you're going through something, like I know you, so I know that you're the type of person that's like, despite what you're going through, you know, nine times out of ten, if you can, you're gonna try to portray that like, like like that you're doing good, right? Yeah, because you don't want people to. What, what what is like you don't want people to what you know feel sad I, as well or you don't want them to feel sorry for you or like i don't want them to feel sorry for me i don't want them to take on my challenges mm-hmm. because dude believe me i've been there i've done it i've taken on so many challenges before and it, it gets to you yeah and i don't want people to do that because i have a lot of problems uh i have a lot of inner demons i got a lot of things that i have to work on and it's like i don't want people to try to take that on because it's exhausting yeah like not only for myself but it'll be even more exhausting for other people because I don't want them to try to help me make progress. And then they feel like they're not helping me make progress. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want them to get down on themselves. Like I'm not a good enough friend because right. I can't help you get through this. Like, dude, it's not your fault. Yeah, Sometimes you can't do anything to help someone like other than, just, just, other than just be there. Through. Yeah. Be other there and just be there. Let them know that you're there. For let them, them know you're them. there. Let them be who they are. Yeah. Regardless of whether that's me going through a rut, whatever. And, but that's where I was getting to with my lady is it's gotten to a point to where a lot of times she used to ask me like, tell me what's wrong. Like mm-hmm. you can talk to me. And like we said, mentioned earlier, like I just, I can't talk about it at yep. the moment. Like it, I just can't, I don't know why I just can't. It's hard. It's new territory. I, it's something that I got to work on and it's going to take a long time. Believe me. But it's gotten to a point to where she also knows that I just have to go through things. Mm-hmm. Cause there are a lot of times where I'll be, I'll be super angry. Not, not with her, but I'll be angry at something that happened. I'll be super sad that something happened. I'll be super, super emotional mm-hmm. over something that has happened. And she knows that, yo, just give me my, just give me my 10, 15, 20, yeah. 30 minutes. Give me my day. Give me my couple of days. Give me my week, whatever it takes. Just give it to me. And I'll come out on, on the other side. Like I'll, I'll meet you on the other side. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be good. I will be there. Like, yeah. just let me get through this. And she understands that. And now it, it's, it's very big on me because she doesn't try to pry. She mm-hmm. knows, like she understands my, my boundaries. Yeah, like space. She, she space. Under, yeah. She understands that I just have to get through it and there's nothing that can help me get through it faster than yeah. just getting through it. And she understands that completely. She gives me my days that I need. She gives me my couple days that I need. She gives me my weeks. She gives mm-hmm. me whatever time that I need to get through something. She lets me have it. And that's so crucial to like, letting you just experience what you're experiencing because like i know when when i'm like let's say like feeling something intensely as well and people like ask me a million questions yeah i shut down even more because i'm like i just i don't want to talk about it because i know i'm not in the best of moods so yeah. like, give me my time and space but some people a lot of people don't realize that about me they think that i'm like either ignoring them or you know being a dick and it's yeah. like no i just need to be alone for a quick second what i was going to say as well is that uh you know just like you explained what ha- what goes on internally when you're going through something, um, a lot of people in this world are, you know, do the same thing where like they're going through something, but like on the exterior, they don't look like it, yeah. you know, because a lot of people either are good at hiding it or, you know, they're, they're good at just having a poker face. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's why for me, you know, anytime I'm out in the world, like I, I try to treat people with kindness for the most part. You know, I, I'll do little things like hold a door for a stranger, Yeah. you know, and, and just like do anything like small that will like make them smile, like tell like a dumb joke, Yeah. you know, that, that will make them like semi laugh, whatever, or, you know, give them a compliment. They're just, you know, I love when people are taken like by surprise that, that I'm complimenting them. It's like a lot of people aren't used to 
you know, just strangers or even people that they barely know supporting them or like, you know, hyping them up. And, you know, I think uh, we need more of that in this life, you know, like people just like joking with each other and like trying to lift each other up and trying to like support each other rather than like trying to tear each other down and try to, trying to, to be make it better than like, other people. Yeah, like, competitive sport. It's like, bro, yeah. like you should want everyone to win whether or not like they're on the same level as you or they're higher or lower. Like it doesn't matter. Like we're all humans yeah. at the end of the day. So like why... You know, why would you intentionally try to add stress to somebody else's life? Yeah. That shit swags and, me. And it's it's kind of funny that you mentioned the holding the door over for strangers that literally, bro, me and my lady, we got Little Caesars earlier. Yeah. So food's ready. We drive down the street. We get to Little Caesars. She's in the car. Okay. It's under my name. Go pick it up. Mm. So I walk in and I let the guy there know like, hey, I'm here to pick up an order for I said Jana because people don't read her name Yana. They read her name Jana. That's how it's, that's oh how it's, that's how it's spelled. So yeah. I just, you, you get used to it. I'm just like, I'm here to pick up an order for Jana. And he's like, oh, okay, it was the pizza, breadsticks, and wings and all this. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So he hands it to me. I pick up everything. And then when I, when I turn around, I start walking to the door. There's just a stranger. Mm-hmm. He's standing behind me. And he could have easily just moved out of the way, walked up ordered his food, yep. gone on with his night. It's something so simple, but it, it actually meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And it, it meant a lot to me enough to, when I got back to the car, I told my lady about it. Yep. Um, so I turn around and I start walking towards the door and he starts running towards the door mm-hmm. and he opens the door for me. And he's like, oh, here you go. And I'm like, oh, thanks boss. Like, I appreciate it. And he goes, yeah, yeah, of course, man. No, no problem, no problem. Have, have yourself a good night. And I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks, you too. And I walk out and I was just like having like a smile on my face. Like yeah. that was pretty cool, bro. Like you don't experience that that much things like that anymore. Like you obviously you experience people opening doors for other people because mm-hmm. it's just a thing. But like it was just the way that he said it. It's not what he said. It was gotcha. how he said it. You could tell in his tone of voice that it was so genuine and that he is that kind of person. Yeah. He wasn't doing it for show. He was just doing it. And I'm getting the fucking goosebumps right now talking (laughs) about it. So I get back to the car and I tell my lady, like, I'm smiling. I'm like, that was kind of cool. And she was like, what happened? And I was like, that guy just opened the door for me. And she probably didn't think nothing of it because she was like, like, okay. okay. Like, yeah, people (laughs) open doors for people all the time. Right. But I was just like, it was just cool. Like the way that he said, all right, but yeah, yeah, no problem, boss. Have a good day. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yeah, thanks, bro. Like you as well. And I was just like, it just felt good. And I was yeah. like, he has a pot. He had a positive impact on my life tonight. And he probably has no idea. Right. He probably is at home. <laughs> That's right his now. regular routine. He's, He's probably like already sleeping strangers. right now. Yeah. He's probably already sleeping by now. He went home, had dinner with his fams, maybe even by himself. I don't know what his situation is, but he went home, did his thing. And he probably has no idea that I'm talking about this on yeah. the podcast right now. Like, He'll probably never hear this, but like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it's crazy because he had that much of a of an impact on my life yep. enough for me to speak about it. And I, I don't know. I just think it was just it was a cool experience, bro. I mean, when I you know go to the gym, it's kind of cool because like any time that like someone is ahead of me and they open the door, like they'll always hold the door open for me and vice versa. Yeah, and so like. I don't know, that kind of like got me into the habit of what, not that I never held doors open for people, but like I made an intention to do it more often, like just cause, cause I'm just like pay it forward. Cause like a lot of people are not used to, you know, people just being nice for no reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. I mean, it's cool. Uh, we're about an hour in right now. Uh, just one question. Uh, or you have anything else you want to say? Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. Just one question real quick. This, I actually asked this question to my 
I forgot who I asked this to the other day, but I asked it to somebody. Okay. And I was thinking about it. I was like, if you could if you could have any job in the world, money doesn't matter, education doesn't matter, nothing matters. The only thing that matters is that whatever job you want, you can have and you do it well. What would you do? Christ. And why would you do it? You need time to think about it? Yeah. Because yeah, I have my answer. Go ahead. So I would work at a record store or own a record store. Mm-hmm. I guess that would be cool either way. But just to be part of a record store, I think would be so dope because first of all, I love music. Second of all, I love records, cassette tapes. I just love digital copies of music, not digital, uh, physical copies mm-hmm. of music. And music is just a language that many people do not take the time to learn anymore. Because I've come to realize that there's a lot of people in this world that do not listen to music that they the way that they should. Yeah. Or the, the way that they're supposed to. But because when an album is released, people don't listen to skits no more. People don't listen to the songs that are not turned. Bro, people, people don't even listen to the songs in order sometimes. People don't They'll listen to the album on shuffle. And they don't like, listen what? to it full. Yeah. They listen to a song, and if it's not turnt the fuck up 10 seconds into it, oh, oh, this, this is beat me. is whack. This like, is trash. I'm going next. They'll skip to the next album. And then they miss the whole purpose of this artist that put all this time into this album to tell a story. Yeah. And now you're missing the whole story. Now you're missing out on the whole experience of the album itself. And so I think I think it would just be cool to work at a record store for that reason because of my love for, for music and all this and the way the music can be interpreted and how differently people interpret music, mm-hmm. but also because of how how different, how many different people a record store can bring in. Yep. You go to a record store and you have the old head that just are very nostalgic about vinyl records and cassette tapes and CDs. And then you have the new school kids that are getting into all that stuff. Like, Oh, I just, I never got to live through that. So I love experience it. Like I want to experience it now. Then you got DJs and then you got people that just love music. And then you got people that collect and then you got people that sell. And it's just, it's people from all different backgrounds. You got, There's so many different styles of music and so many people are into all these different styles of music that music literally brings everybody together. Yeah, it's a universal language. Very beyond because there's people that listen to Spanish music and they have no idea what it's saying, but they like the way that it sounds. (laughs) I listen to Omar Apollo. I'm like, what's going on? Or Bad Bunny. I'm like, I don't know what they're saying, but this music is fire. And that's how my lady is, bro. It's so (laughs) funny because at some point in time, like I would get into her car and she would turn on the radio and the first thing that starts playing is Mexican music. Yeah. And I'm just like, do you know what they're saying? Why are you on the, on the Mexican music station? <laughs> like what the hell? She's like, I I don't know. I just like this. I like listening to it. And, and she's like, I don't know it what they're nice. saying, but it sounds good. Yeah. And it's just like, that's the thing. It's like, even sometimes you don't even have to understand what they're saying. You just, it's just a feeling that music gives you. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, bro. Music is something that doesn't get appreciated as much as it should. But that that's what I would choose to do. I would love to work at a record store, talking to people about music all day. That sounds like a fire playing, job. Playing records all day, listening to music all day, 
I wouldn't. I would probably never go to work in a bad mood. <laughs> I would never get tired of work if I talked about music all day. <laughs> that would be so fun, bro. I, I think it would be super dope. I honestly don't have an answer for you because, like, my dream job is no job. Damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then that'd be boring. <laughs> you know, like that. You know, like that sounds cool. But then, like, you realize that, like, not doing anything for like ever is boring for like fucking 30, 40 years. Like, you don't want to do nothing. Yeah. Because um, I mean, there's only so many places you can travel to, or yeah. there's only so many places that you, or there's only so many times that you can just relax to a point to where it's like, I'm tired of relaxing, bro. Like, I want to do something. I feel like I haven't done enough to say that I would do something just because I love it. You know, yeah. Because I feel like there's so many things I want to try. Like it'd be cool to be a pilot, but I know nothing about being a pilot. Like my buddy's a pilot, and he, you know, we flew. Well, he flew the plane recently, and I was with him, and I was like, this seems like a fun time. But because yeah. I don't know what that's like, I can't say that I would be a pilot. Um, I don't know, man. That's a well. I mean, I've never worked at a record store. Yeah, but I mean, I could see myself working at a record <laughs> store, and like, you know what I mean. But I just feel like I don't know. There's so much that I haven't even like done. What about like a music producer or? No, because I feel like uh, the news host, the news anchor. No, I hate. I would hate that. Uh, a, there's like nothing. A sports physician, uh, a therapist. Honestly, I feel like it'd be cool to be a physical therapist. Physical therapist. Like I for like athletes I or it. doesn't matter. Okay, could be for elderly, for athletes. I just I don't know. I feel like it'd be nice to just like help people. You know. Yeah. You know whether it's music or like that physical actually therapy. Be, that'd actually be pretty cool because I could see you getting excited for somebody finally reaching that point like i can finally do this after so yeah, much like for work for <laughs> someone to walk after like you know they lost the ability to walk or whatever yeah. like that would just make my entire week month year that would life. put me at tears bro you know yeah because i like i said earlier like you know i'm just that person like i'm happy for other people like i you know i'm happier for other people's success more than i'm happy for my own little successes yeah you know like i'm just like everyone's hype man i'm like yo like you did that like how like how did you how did you make it this far? You know what I mean? Like not yeah. even that, but like how did you um how did you just like not give up? Yeah. Cause I you know, for me it's like it's a it's a constant battle, like fuck, I wanna give up. Like I'm tired, like, you know, but like I don't because I know that I I need to get things done and I'll feel better if I keep going. But like, you know, for other people, like I'm just like, you did that. You and, should be and, proud of yourself. And you only have one shot at this life. Why yeah. would you not do it? You know, so yeah, man, I I would just do something that would help people. That's all. Like physical therapy, I don't know. Be like a I feel like being a counselor would be dope. That'd be pretty cool. Helping out like kids or you know young adults. That'd be nice. Oh yeah, bro. GGs. Good but answer. you know, I feel like that's a good way to wrap up the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We do appreciate sincerely everyone who tunes in every week consistently. Yes. If you tune in once in a while for like a few minutes, we appreciate you too. If you make it to the very end of every episode. You have no idea yeah. how much we appreciate you guys. And and if you are listening, I just want to let you know that you don't have to listen to our episodes right away. You don't. They're up there. You don't so, have to listen to them ever. Yeah, you don't even have to listen to them. But, <laughs> but there's so many times where I'm talking to people and they're and like the podcast gets brought up and they're, oh, I'm on the last two podcasts. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm catching up. I'm catching up. And I'm like, dude, you Yo, have, take your time. Like, you have all the time in the world. Don't yep. worry about it. The episodes are going to stay. Don't worry about it. Like, listen at your own pace. Listen however you want you want it to be background music or background noise put it on background if do it with a drive-in or whatever and it helps you sleep at night go ahead whatever it doesn't matter just it don't even matter if you listen to it at all like for real just it's there but if you do you know tell your friends about the podcast or post it on your story tell your friends your moms your bosses your 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 grandmothers um 
Your neighbors. Your dogs, your homeboys. Tell your local, home tell your local liquor, liquor store owner. Bro, local palatero. Oh, even the palatero. Bro. Come Jeez. on, bro. Shout out to the palateros. I said that kind of nice. Yeah, you did. You said I've been cute, working honestly. on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the eloteros también. Eloteros. Bro. Hey. <laughs> Dude, tell them all, bro. Uh, we're going to do this whole podcast in Spanish one day, watch. Yeah, tell your drug dealers. Tell them all, bro. Tell everybody. <laughs> tell everybody. Listen, we appreciate you guys. Drink water like always. Take care of yourself. Keep it, you know, 100, man. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace and love. All right. Take care, you guys. Later.